0: We Thought (laughs) You (laughs) Asked. Welcome to We Thought You Asked, a podcast where we chat about life, our pop culture vices, and give lots of unsolicited advice and opinions for free. I'm Tori. And I'm Kelly. And let's hop into the show. Hi, guys. Hey, everyone. So, Kelly, you have some exciting news to share with us. I do. I mean, not for all the listeners, but exciting
1: for me (laughs) and exciting for you, too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I will be hopping on a plane in a few days to fly across the world to the United States of
0: America for the first time in almost a year and a half. That is wild. That blows my mind. I mean, I know it's been a long time, but I really didn't realize that. it's been that long.
1: It's been a long time. It was the beginning of November 2020. So I guess not a full year and a half. But it's been a while. We were driving to the airport when it was announced that Biden won the presidency. And we've been gone ever since. One of the big headlines in the pop culture world this week was Adele was supposed to start her residency at the Coliseum in Las Vegas this weekend. And she canceled, I think a day or two before her first performance was supposed to start.
0: I know that is wild. And I it is like definitely on my bucket list to see Adele. And I didn't get tickets to these shows. But I really thought about it. I submitted my name to like the wait list that you needed to be on and everything in order to try to get tickets. And i after seeing that it was canceled, I was just so relieved that I didn't actually get tickets because I would have been devastated. And I totally understand. Like, this is just how things are right now. Like, with COVID, like, it, these things just happen and you have to roll with it. But I still would have been totally devastated if I was planning on going. And I felt so bad for the people that were already in Vegas when they found out that she had canceled the show because she did cancel just like right before. Exactly.
1: And she said it was because of a delay with shipping. They couldn't get a lot of the things needed for the show. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear that. Also, about half of her team was out because right. of COVID. Right. So they tried to scramble and get it together. And she said it just wasn't going to be what she wanted it to be. So they had to cancel it. I also saw a headline that I think the Coliseum was pushing for like a 45 person 60 person choir what to be joined in the show and Adele didn't want that and that may be the actual reason that it was canceled so I don't know that's so hard to say what the reason is but regardless it sucks for everyone. I know Adele has talked about having anxiety and not really liking touring. Yeah. I don't know if this is different since it's a residency, but I think regardless someone who has anxiety around performing, this is a lot of pressure. So I definitely feel for her, but I also can't imagine spending all that money to get to Vegas. A lot of people traveled far to be there for her first show. And that is a big bummer. And if the reason is that they truly just didn't get the things that they needed for the show in time uh, I don't know it's, it's a little questionable because yeah. ultimately I think Adele's the top star in the entire world that people go to not for the show, strictly to hear her sing. Right. That is what people listen to her for, not the theatrics of it all, not a 60-person choir, not fireworks and flames and crazy dance moves. They would be fine with her sitting on a chair, not moving and just singing. Right.
0: I understand why a lot of her fans are pretty upset about the cancellation. I mean, that is exactly why I'm so confused too, because Adele, of all people, you're right. It's not like you're going to see Britney Spears come back in concert and you expect all of these flashy, like, dancers and, like, the lights and costume changes and everything. Like, no one expects that when you go to Adele. Like, you're literally just there to hear her scene. And so I feel like all you would really need is like appropriate sound and a spotlight on her, I guess. and then everything else would be fine. So I I too am extremely confused as to how this wasn't able to go at the last moment. and you would think again with Adele being such a big star in Vegas, being like, this is what Vegas does, right? These residencies, you would think they would have access to be able to like borrow or get a loan or something if they're missing a form of equipment that they couldn't get in. I I don't know. It just, it seems confusing to me.
1: Exactly. Which is kind of leading me to believe that maybe it was the anxiety of it all. Or maybe it truly was an issue with the Coliseum and her team.
0: Yeah, maybe. Which, I mean, I think those are extremely valid things, obviously. So, yeah, I think it was surprising. Again, I'm very glad that I didn't have tickets because that would be super upsetting. And I feel really awful for people that traveled very far and paid a lot of money to travel this weekend, because I imagine most of them are not going to be able to afford to travel back if she reschedules and like honors their tickets. So yeah, just a really messy situation all around. So there is a ton of drama going on in the Bravo world this week, and all of it is having to do with Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. There's a cast member, Jenny, on that show, and she's new this season that's currently airing, that's about to wrap up. And it just came out last week that people were going through her Facebook posts from 2020, so not long ago, just about a year ago. And there were many, many, many racist, really horrific anti-Black Lives Matter posts. The racism was so extreme. And I just looked through a couple that were circulating online because, I mean, I probably saw... Mm, seven to 10. And I truly don't think I saw them all. Um, Just based on how many were going around online. But it's, it was like pretty horrific. And she came out and she issued an apology. And her apology, I just think when that's something you've posted about a year ago, and you've posted it repeatedly over a period of time, I don't think you just change the way that you see the world in a span of a couple of hours of being called out about that. So I have issues around that with her apology. But my bigger issues were that as of today, we're recording this on Sunday. Bravo still hasn't issued any sort of statement about it at all. Like they've just been silent and posting about their other shows And it took her co-stars a while to issue any sort of statement about it. And once they did, really, the statements that they issued were very lacking, in my opinion. They were very vague, didn't really call out what actually happened, and just kind of gave this overall sense of racism is bad, I'm not racist. I don't support racism. And it's like, yeah, but we're talking about a specific thing that happened here, not this like general idea that racism is bad. And I will say that Jen Shaw, who I'm not a huge fan of, did make what I thought was an appropriate statement. Heather Gay finally made an appropriate statement. I think acknowledging the situation that happened with Jenny. And today, Meredith made a second statement, which I think was a bit better than her first. But it's been really frustrating this week to see Bravo not respond to these things, to see the cast members be very vague and not really take a stance on racism, like blatant, horrible racism. And it's also been extremely frustrating to see people's reactions, like the viewers' reactions online. So many people have said this week, you know, I don't think the cast can really talk. They're being told not to talk by Bravo. And that's so frustrating to me because the posts that Jenny put online, and if you haven't seen them, you can see them. They're on Reddit. They're on social media. Like, they're they're there for you to look at. They are really, really, like, not only, I mean, not only racist... (laughs) I don't I don't even know how to describe I don't even have the words to describe this, but they are inciting violent. Like like these are the types of posts that incite violence towards certain groups of people. And with Jenny's case, like specifically black people, and it's it's horrible, it's horrific. And I don't care if Bravo told them not to talk. You have a responsibility as a human being to Take a step back and say, this is not acceptable. I'm not going to silently stand by because Bravo wants to make this part of the drama for next season that we're recording. And I don't want to get fired because I really like being a housewife. Like, to me, that's disgusting. That's not an appropriate stance to take. None of these women on the housewives of, real, of the real housewives of Salt Lake City need to be housewives in order to keep food on their table or a roof over their head. They're doing it because they like the attention, they like the money that comes with it. They are in a power privileged position. And they have a responsibility to stand up and say this is wrong. And I just I feel really frustrated by the way that this entire situation played out. And also Lisa Barlow, one of the cast members has supposedly been friends with this woman for like a decade, maybe more. I really find it hard to believe she's never heard these sentiments from Jenny. And Bravo hired her within the last year. So like, you're telling me Bravo didn't do... A, like a basic social media check of this person. So that leads me to believe, especially with Bravo silence, that they saw these posts, they chose to still hire her. And this is the direction they're wanting to go and the people that they're casting. So I don't know, I feel super grossed out by Bravo right now. I feel really frustrated. And I feel like, is this a network that I really want to continue to support by watching their shows? I like some of their shows, but I also can't get behind this nonsense.
1: No, I think it's ridiculous. And I think Jenny, is that who you said posted all yeah. this stuff? She yeah. should be fired. Of course. Absolutely. No questions asked. Right. Bravo needs to come out and make a statement. Right. It's very cut and dry. Everyone knows racism Is wrong. I hope that no one else on the cast shares any of these opinions. I did not read anything that she said, but bottom line, let's not be racist. What the hell are you doing and why are you giving someone like that a platform? It's just very simple to me. She should be fired and Bravo needs to come out and make a statement. There is no discussion there for me. That needs to happen immediately.
0: Totally, I agree. And if that doesn't happen, I mean, I'm really going to have to personally take some time and like reflect on what that means for me moving forward, and like how much time and energy I can continue to spend on these shows from a network that really has different priorities and different values than I personally have.
1: Also, it's a little peculiar to think that Bravo, or at least a production company who produces Real Housewives of Salt Lake City did not dig in to her social media platforms and see that this was out there. So then it just kind of begs the question, why was she let on the show to begin begin with? with?
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. I I find it extremely hard to believe that Bravo would not look through the last year or two of her social media channels before hiring her.
1: I mean, I think more than that, they have a million Interns, right. the amount of research that I do before I have lunch with someone—if I don't know them that well—I'll right. go search down their Instagram or their Facebook and make sure that they're yeah not a racist or not a total conspiracy theorist or anything along those lines because I'll just cancel then and not go. But <laughs> it just there is no way that you can
0: convince me that they didn't know that that was the case and that is wrong. Yes. for sure. Of course, of course it is because then it leads you to believe. Well, they knew it, so did they hire her because they thought this would be good drama when it came out? Or what is the thought process there? And I like, I have liked Bravo for the escapism aspect. Like it is great to put on something that is meaningless. There are stupid fights that go on. that Just like you can take a mental break from what's happening. I do not want to watch a show or support a network where they are encouraging the ugliness that I can't escape from every day of my life. And like I am in a very privileged position and it still is exhausting to live in this world where these things are true and horrible and negatively impacting the people around me. Absolutely. And I think
1: the best case scenario, which is not the best case at all, is that they didn't think this would make it on the show, but they were okay with hiring someone who truly feels, this way and it's just good at hiding it on TV or they were planning to yeah. not tape any of these thoughts, which also is not okay. There are so no. many people who deserve platforms in this world and someone who has these thoughts whether they make them public or not is not one of those people so yeah just that that needs to be addressed and it needs to be addressed quickly and i don't think that there will ever be an honest answer that comes to light on how she got on the show to begin with because ultimately that doesn't look good for anyone involved with the network or the production company right yeah i completely agree Okay, and before we wrap up today's episode, I saw a few questions floating around online this week that I figured we could just quickly
0: talk about. The first
1: one, how do you politely tell your visitor that it's time to go home?
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess it depends on what type of visitor it is. Is this someone who's like staying over the night at your house? Is this someone who came over for dinner? Like,
1: (laughs) I'm imagining, yes, someone came over for dinner. You're pretty tired. They're not getting the hints that it's time to go. Okay.
0: I'm just going to admit that I am the worst at this. When I am like... Having fun and stuff, I really overstay my (laughs) welcome, I think,
1: too. (laughs) Oh, no, you are the person.
0: (laughs) I think I am. That's what I'm saying. I think I am the person that you need to tell, like, (laughs) let's go home. Like, it's definitely happened before when Brian has been like, Okay, I think we should probably go check on Hannah. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, he's probably been subtly <laughs> trying to get me to leave for like an hour.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I guess I'm the opposite of you, where I'm like, am I the only one who really wants to leave? And I'm like, ah, Max wants to stay. I guess I'll just hang here. I'm like falling asleep, or I'm just like <laughs> bored out of my mind for like an extra hour. Oh my gosh. And then. Probably like 20% of the time, Max is like, no, I wanted to leave too. And Why didn't you tell me that? I could have gotten us out there. (laughs) Seriously. But if it's someone at my house, I guess you just kind of start the movement towards the door, right? You're like, oh, this is so much fun. We definitely have to do this again. Or, oh, I guess I got to get ready for bed now. I'm pretty tired. Yeah. Have a or, safe drive home as you start walking and putting the
0: plates in the sink. Yeah, like the cleanup, or right? Or you just start
1: picking up the water glut. Yeah, right. the yeah, cleanup yeah.
0: is. It's the cleanup. It like suggests, okay, we're wrapping up here. Let's, let's get this.
1: But you kind of have to read it quickly because if you start doing the cleanup and no one else stands up, then that's kind of your only out. So if no one else stands up, you definitely don't want to like do the cleanup and then you sit down and then you're there for another hour or two on the couch. Yeah. (laughs) No dishes. Yeah. So if no one else is listening, you got to add the, oh, got to do this or do this or man, I'm tired now. (laughs) This has been great. Okay, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Exactly. Exactly. Do you get those hints when someone starts cleaning up and you're sitting at their house for way too long?
0: Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I I wouldn't say I like completely am oblivious to like every subtle sign. And like if someone seems like they're like yawning or something, I, you know, will register. But I definitely think I I have been the person that overstays their welcome for sure. Okay. Well, I'm
1: glad that you have some self-awareness. <laughs> that counts for a lot. Yeah. Okay. And then I just saw this asked in a group that I'm in. <laughs> This is an interesting one. Red flag or deal breaker. If a guy tells you in the first few minutes of your very first date that there's a high chance of him being a serial killer based on his Zodiac sign and then starts talking about serial killers and then there's a lot of talk about murder and violence and guns throughout the rest of the date, <laughs> what, what would you do in that situation?
0: I would try very hard not to like, upset this person at all. And I would (laughs) thank them for such a lovely date. And then I would run to my car and lock myself in my car and call anyone in like, insist that they talk to me. I would check my rear view mirror as I was driving home. I would sleep with the lights on that night. I would pray that they don't know where (laughs) I live. I would be so freaked out. That is not normal. (laughs) Like, I don't know if this person was socially awkward and thought they were being funny or uh, whatever it was. Like, Mm -mm. Thank you. No, thank you. That is not appropriate first date conversation.
1: No, I can't even picture what I would do in this situation because it is so strange. And like, don't get me wrong. I think the psychology of serial killers. I think it's all really fascinating conversation. Not in that way and not on a first date unless right. you met in like a serial killer Facebook group, which, you know, some people do. I mean, it's, I'm assuming that's not yeah. the situation
0: in this case. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> it was pretty a one sided conversation. Like the guy was just really sure does share it mm-hmm. a lot. So yeah, that's pretty awful. It makes me really grateful that I'm happily married and not having to date because the dating world is wild. And I do not miss the days of having to screenshot the picture of the person that I was going to meet to all of my friends and send them my location and say, if I don't call you by this time, then you need to be concerned. (laughs) And you need to be prepared to like send someone to look for me. Like that is the reality of dating is scary and it's hard. (laughs) It's a lot. And I do not miss it. And if you Actually, have
1: to worry that they're a serial killer based on the conversation that adds a whole new element to it. That is not a good time, yeah, for sure. Speaking of which, I do wonder what zodiac signs are most likely to be serial killers.
0: Yeah, that seems so random. Like maybe there are higher numbers of known serial killers with birthdays in a certain month or something. I don't know.
1: All right, well, I just pulled up a photo. This is actually funny. It's Sagittarius and Gemini are the overwhelming majority, which coincidentally <laughs> are mine and Tori's. Oh yes.
0: <laughs> Those are our signs. But don't worry, we are definitely not serial killers.
1: <laughs> no, again, I'm very fascinated by the psychology of it. I think I would not be a good serial killer because I have empathy kill someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's that the only problem. too. <laughs> But really fascinating. Um, That is very funny, though. So let us know your zodiac sign and if you're more likely to be a serial killer or not. It looks like the other one that's really high up on the list is a Virgo, which my partner Max is a Virgo. So...
0: Also not a serial killer, hopefully, that we know of. Not that I know of.
1: And a couple Pisces are uh, sprinkled in there as well.
0: Well, this has been a really uplifting way to end the podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs)
1: wasn't the cheeriest podcast we've ever done. (laughs) Murder, racism. A lot of of issues. And on that note, I got to catch my flight this weekend. So thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back here as usual next week. And if you enjoyed this episode or any other episode, or you're just feeling a bit generous, please, please, please leave us a five-star review on the Apple Store or on Spotify, which now has podcast reviews. Please tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you soon. See you next week. Bye.